Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Own the Moment podcast. This is TJ Lasig. I will be your host here at OTM, and today we will be coming to you talking all things cool cats. With me, as always, we have my co-host. This is a man that has been in the lab crunching the numbers for everything that has to do with the cool cats challenge. This is a man that took a break from spending all of his money on digital videos and got himself a nice professional microphone for your listening purposes. Justin Herzig, how's it going, my friend? Oh, it's going great. How's it going, TJ? And for those in the pod, welcome. For those in the live stream having the video, uh, we'll have this on YouTube later for the ones who missed out. But uh, I am excited to talk some cool cats. It is what has been the topic for the last couple of days. It's what is basically shut down the site from some overloads of traffic a couple times. And it is probably what is going to be the uh, top strategy conversation still for the next few days. Definitely been the talk of the town across the industry. So let me set the stage here first quickly, and then we will jump right in. So we are here live on our YouTube channel. It's Monday, February 1st. So shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to everyone that's listening at home. I will give us a quick plug here. You can follow us on Twitter at OwnTheMomentNFT. If you've enjoyed our content so far, please go ahead, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave us a review, give us a thumbs up. Again, if you're enjoying this stuff, we're just getting up and running. So all of that is really, really helpful. In today's episode, again, we're going to dive into the Cool Cats Challenge. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've seen trending in the market in terms of the prices of the cool cats. We're going to review the lay of the land in terms of how many cool cats have been released into the market so far versus how many are still to come or maybe sitting around in unopened pack. We're going to get into some expected value discussions of the Luca reward. We're going to talk about the new master cool cats challenge that was just revealed by the Top Shot team yesterday. And then at the end, Top Shot functionality permitting, we will open both of our Cool Cats packs that we have had sitting around waiting for you guys. And we also hope that we have figured out the music part so that you'll be able to hear us open the Cool Cats as well. I think that sets the stage here, Justin. So where would you like to begin in terms of the Cool Cats? What, what to you is the, the top question or the number one thing that's on people's minds that you'd like to, to get started with? I think I first want to acknowledge um, the willpower, the restraint that we've had from not opening these cool cats through last night where we see some of the prices dropping nearly what 40 to 50% on some of them. They've recovered a bit now, but uh, I'm excited. I have heard uh, that there is still a number one LeBron out of the 7,500 and one of the unopened cool cats packs. So, uh, there's a chance. I'm not saying like we're getting it, but like somebody on this podcast runs hot and I think it's your time, TJ. Oh, that would be that would be the one thing that could just make up for years of running bad or at least claiming to run bad. All that I've put into the universe. Maybe tonight everybody will be able to watch it happen live in person and come to fruition. Let's start, I guess, by getting getting a feel for the marketplace, right? So over the course of the past 24 hours, well, I guess even prior to that, for those that aren't aware, there was a raffle that the Top Shot team held for the Cool Cats pack that you were able to enter that raffle. And based on that, a certain number of users were then gifted the Cool Cats pack. I think that this was their way of getting past some of the technical difficulties that we've seen in terms of the packs dropping and the site crashing. So over the last 24 hours, people that were successful in that lottery received their Cool Cats packs in their accounts, have then had them the, had the ability to open those. We have been sitting on ours, as we said, but I think looking at the numbers, we've seen what, about 80 to 85% of the Cool Cats are currently in circulation. We've been grinding the numbers within our team, looking at data from CryptoSlam.io for anyone that's not familiar with that. But 
It also seems like there's a little bit of uncertainty about what some of these numbers do and don't mean across the industry. We've seen a couple different things. So, Justin, you want to talk a little bit about what you've seen in the data and you know what, what you feel the, the most accurate representation of the current cool cat market is just in terms of the population of ones that are available and ones that maybe are still to come? Yeah, definitely. Specifically, what we're looking at is these are the sales data for the five cool cats over the past week and change. Uh, overall, we can see that that Devin Booker has kind of uh, stayed uh, consistently above the other four, but all across, they've kind of followed a similar trajectory. Uh, we see that the increase in um, that price around that January 27th timeframe, we then see the dip. We've then seen a little kind of up and down from there. And then last night is where we actually saw if you look at, you know, take a look at any of the John Collins will say, and right at that January 28th, February 1st, you kind of just see a line of dots that drop down. Those align with when the pack started being released. So users, you know, those are probably the times to find the greatest values. They were legitimately difficult, very difficult, even if you're F5 refreshing to actually buy one. But I think it just kind of shows while there are outliers, it did drive the price of it down and there were some opportunities. If we then look at the next, we can see, okay, here's the actual top shot sales. Um, where are we seeing the most volume? It's not that surprising that the most volume were when we were starting them. Well, it's interesting. We started to see the most volume when we were seeing the dips. Normally, more volume price goes up, but because both of those were just a flood of supply into the market, people opening those top shots and putting, I mean, those cool cats, putting them on the market, we then see that increase of opportunity and other than kind of our, maybe you had a kind of hour here and there, for the most part, we've seen a base that's been hard to crack under. For the Devin Booker, that price has been around 350. For the other four, it's really hovered around 240 to 250. Uh, where does that leave us going forward? I think we can start thinking about the big question that everyone keeps asking is, is this worth it? When do I buy? What do I buy? Uh, and we're definitely going to go a bit more into how we calculate that from an expected value standpoint. Uh, we can go into how do we calculate it from um, the cost, from what the actual long term is going to be. But I'm going to pause there. And you know, does that make sense, TJ? What do you what do you think about um, you know the marketplace action? Does it drive toward tells tells you? Yeah, I think you summarized it nicely. I think that we've seen definitely a ton of volume trading happening with the cool cats since those packs were released. And I think, I think it comes down to, we have a, a mix of people that are, are opening these cool cat packs and different intentions with which they're opening those packs. Right. I think that there's still a lot of new users out there that they just wanted to open that pack and flip their cool cat for 200, 250 bucks. And that is their bankroll now to get started and to get active in the marketplace. And rightfully so, right? That's definitely one way to approach it. Think that then there's another market that is thinking more of the long-term game and understanding the, the Cool Cats challenge. And they're looking to either hold on to the Cool Cats that they're opening in their pack or even buying up some of the other folks. So I think that that's one thing. I also think that it's important to touch early on in the show about this master challenge for the Cool Cats that was discussed by the Top Shop team in their blog yesterday. So for those of you that did not see it, we posted it out on our Twitter. Really quick and informative article, but the short of it is that the Top Shop team said that there will be what they're calling a master Cool Cats challenge. So if you look at the current Cool Cats Challenge, right, it's called Cool Cats 1. And that implies that there's going to be more Cool Cats to come. I think that maybe we're expecting there to be five of them when it's all said and done. I don't know if that's the official number, but I feel like that's what I've seen. And the way the Master Cool Cats Challenge will work is that if you collect all of the Cool Cats across all of the different iterations, including the rewards, right, because think of the Luka Doncic Award for Cool Cats Challenge number one, he will also be a quote unquote cool cat. But the idea is if you collect all of these cool cats, then there's some sort of mega reward at the end. And this is just the cool cats. They said that that specific master challenge will not include 
the base set common cards that are a part of the Cool Cat Challenge. So there's five common cards, five Cool Cats. But they did tease the possibility of those common cards or common moments being involved in something in the future. So that's something to keep in mind, right? If you've got the, the Ben Simmonses sitting around, maybe it's worth holding on to in case of a future challenge. But for me, I think that that really changed my view of the Cool Cats and, and definitely made it more appealing because that's kind of the longer term game that you could potentially be playing here. And I think that it, it shows a lot of value for folks like us that are listening to this, that are in early of, okay, I have the opportunity to, to know about this Master Cool Cats Challenge before it ever begins. Whereas think about somebody that enters the market for the first time in two months, right? And it's Cool Cats Challenge number four. And they're like, oh, I wanna complete the Master Challenge. This is great. Well, that's going to be very expensive at that point. They're going to have to buy up retros retroactively all of the prehistoric cool cats. So I think that that adds a little bit of an extra layer of strategy and I think makes some of the expected value calculations a bit more complex and a bit more difficult to know like the for sure answer, but just another variable, which I think more variables that, that they throw at us into this game just makes it more interesting and more fun for us to figure out the proper puzzle. Yeah, and I think it makes sense. So eventually what we can do is take a look at where do we think the actual prices of these cool cats um, are gonna end up after the challenge because that's gonna come into our EV or expected value calculation. Uh, but first off at a higher level on this master, I think it's a great addition by the team because we have seen in other challenges just the significant drop um, directly after the challenge. And so what you end up getting is you get about a week of just high prices kind of jacking up. And then we're seeing those prices drop down to maybe 30% of what they were during the challenge. Um, and during the challenge, you're also just seeing random variants, random outliers of what for the Steph Curry, it was Evan Fournier was 4,000. And it wasn't anything to do with him and his quality as a player or anything about that card other than that ended up being the more, you know, not when I say rare, not from an actual circulation, but just less in the market for whatever reason. Maybe that's someone, something that someone was able to get a hold of and kind of hoard the marketplace a bit early on. But to complete the stuff, you needed that and that cost 4000 And now afterwards, I mean, we can take a look and see what the price of that one is. And I'll do that as we're kind of talking. Um, but I think this just helps keep a longer sustained, um, you know, value. Uh, see if we can get that um, value for these challenges. And so when we take a look, I started taking this, um, what we see have here in the spreadsheet. These are all the cards from the series two limited edition 7,500 count. Um, I did not use the 4,000 rookies because I think it's a bit more challenging to kind of use a rookie comparison. Um, so I just wanted to use these where, hey, these are all predominantly pretty strong, you know, pretty to very strong players. Uh, and we can see what is their cheapest price in the marketplace, obviously the 7,500, and then what their kind of market cap is. So market cap being cheapest price multiplied by that actual common. Uh, and now obviously these vary because of the, if you have number one, it's not gonna, you know, it's gonna be a higher market cap, but for this analysis, it makes sense. Down here, are just where I created a range. And so this is not including the master challenge. We can talk about that afterwards, but if we believe that maybe the Devin Booker falls into that market cap of around the 270, 300, maybe similar to Hero with his sponsorship or the Damian Lillard, I could see that. I don't think, honestly, he'd probably be a little below that, but you can at least get that ballpark range. The high end is maybe that 300,000. So we can expect that the value of those cards, the cheapest might be $60. But then you take a look at our other guys that are in this challenge and that market cap probably shouldn't be anywhere near the, you know, the Giannis, the Trey, the Kawhi and so forth. And so maybe it actually is more like a hundred thousand. And now we're talking about post challenge. These cards are only going to be worth around $20. So I think at the least we can say, Hey, there's a 20 to $60 range. Um, yes. It's a little more rare than the 7,500, but not substantially that it's going to move the needle. So maybe you can say, you know, we make our own, you know, hypothesis and we'll say, okay, in that 40 to 60 range, um, is what they would kind of end at after. Personally, I think because it has that Cool Cats brand, because it is the first mainstream challenge that people are kind of joining onto, 
Um, I kind of raised those a little and said, I think at least there's going to be a tail for, um, it'll take a while if they eventually drop down to these prices. So maybe we can even be a little more generous and bump those up a tiny bit, but not significantly. So that was before the master challenge. Now we get this master challenge in. And first thing I thought of is exactly what TJ said is, I think this is a way for them to kind of reward the early adopters. If you want to still call us early adopters, reward the users who are in this from the beginning. Um, and so how much do I think these are actually going to drop after the challenge? Um, well, if we actually start taking about, you know, think of a long-term expected value. I saw someone saying that there might be five cool cat challenges. I don't know if that was confirmed or not, if that was just a kind of guess. But if we're saying that you're going to need 25 plus the five challenge rewards cards, so now we're talking 30 cards to complete the next challenge. Well, the actual value of each card, um, it, you know, are you able to sell those 30 for more than the price of what that last challenge card is? Because yes, if that last challenge card ended up being a LeBron, a Steph, you know, one of our top five guys, maybe it holds value. But or are we saying, okay, it's now going, you know, do is the market gap of what I can sell those 30 cards, that gap needs to be less than what the card that I'm getting is worth for this challenge to actually be worth completing. So I think it's going to be a very difficult decision all throughout. I think, A, if you're holding it, you'll probably hold it early on. But you may see that, hey, when you have all 30 and you know that final master challenge is ready to be completed, unless that card is worth, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars, is it going to be worth completing? And I think it's not as easy to say as what we're talking about right now with, um, hey, you only need five cards. You can decide what you want to do with those five cards afterwards. So where does that leave us with a post-event, you know, post-challenge value for them? I think that 20 to 60 is very low because people are going to want to be holding on. I don't think we're going to see as much supply in the marketplace after the challenge because if people have shown the willingness to complete the first challenge, spending around $1,500, they're likely going to at least start the process of seeing it through for the rest of the challenges. Um, so I think if you still want to complete that master, the time to do it is probably beforehand so you can get that Luca without having to buy it. Um, but I don't know if this is a guarantee that I want to complete the master challenge, but I probably at least want to go through the process of considering, and then maybe I find opportunities to uh, sell along the way or something, but it's still so early, but those are kind of my early thoughts. I would say I'm in a similar place. I have currently purchased two of the cool cats over the last day just to get myself started. I just think it, it gives you a nice optionality to have the ability to go for that master cool cats challenge. I also, like you said, I think that this master challenge adds a little bit more stability to the price of the post challenge cards. So anyone that maybe saw on our Twitter, we did an analysis of the Steph Curry metallic gold 15 challenge. And what we saw was that as soon as the challenge ended, the moments significantly dipped by, I think they dipped to like a third of their expiration time price. I think that we will see a dip with the cool cats challenge, but a less extreme one. And also just to answer some of the questions that we're seeing in the chat here. So from the Schwaz, shout out to the Schwaz, asking if you have to hold all the cool cats throughout the entire time or just own them at some point. This is just, you need to own them at the point of whenever the master challenge. So at the comes end of the play at the end. Yeah. So at the end, if you own every single cool cat in existence, that qualifies you to complete the master challenge. So you don't necessarily, you can buy and sell them along the way. But again, I, th I really think, not not so much number wise, but just conceptually, there's only so many people that are are this early in it, and I just I just it just feels to me naturally like an opportunity to get into something early. That if this thing scales over the course of the next month, two months, six months, the way that we think it will throughout the remainder of this NBA season, if there's more people flooding into the marketplace, they may want to get involved in this cool cats challenge. And I think that that speaks well to the potential longer term stability of the cool cats. But like you said, I think it's, it's far from a guarantee. 
And let's let's think through this as well, because based off that point, if you're going to have, you know, so maybe that master challenge ends near the end of the season, maybe in a couple months, let's say you do have an influx of new users and you have increased demand um, to complete that challenge, you're likely going to have a significant, maybe 4,000, 5,000 that are going to complete it. So you're doing all this to get one card that's a you know limited edition out of 4,000, 5,000. That's not that exciting to me, unless like it's really a LeBron, maybe LaMelo, but like there, there aren't that many that an N out of 4,000, N of 5,000 are that exciting. But the more you talk about this, maybe I'm now actually more excited about maybe I can collect all 30 or at least collect 20, 25, whatever it is, you know, go through them and then... And as we near the end of the challenge, you may have 7,500 or 10,000 people that wish they could get it and are willing. So now with the 3,000, 4,000 that are saying, oh, I'm holding, I've gone through all this. So that marketplace may look low, low supply, and you might have a good opportunity to flip. Because if we think about, okay, you have, if it was five challenges, you have 30 cards. And now we have the opportunity to decide what is the delta between those 30 cards, their prices before the challenge and after the challenge. If it's anything like we saw with the Steph that's dropping 30%, maybe here we'll say casually it's going to drop 50%. 30 cards dropping 50%. Well, how many, uh, you know, how valuable does that last card need to be? If that card is only worth $1,000, all right, well, then the difference of that across 30 cards is $30. So as long as those cards are more than $60, that's the 50%. Like, you know, it's more likely to, hey, sell that card for 200 rather than the 100 you can sell it for later, that then is a $100 delta across 30 cards, that's worth 3,000. That 3,000 is more than whatever you, you know, that $1,000 card we're thinking. And so there's a lot of math here and we're definitely gonna make it a bit more clear, put some content out to make it more visually, um, you know, visually easy to understand. But at the end of the day, I think it's a good opportunity to still get something that's gonna be high valued and it's either gonna be high valued from that master challenge or what you're able to flip in the market. Definitely multiple ways that these cool cats can be used as a utility within the top shot game. But also keep in mind, we still have six days, even actually even close to seven days left in this challenge. So it is not like we're coming up on the final 24 or even 48 hours. We still have nearly a week to evaluate all of this. And what, what in your mind, what do you see happening over the course of this next week, right? So we talked about how we've got around 80 to 85% of the cool cats currently in the market. So either being owned by somebody or out there sitting in an unopened pack the way that yours and I's are. What do we, and I'll just do a quick overview. So I'm looking right now, Tobias Harris, lowest ass 260. Derek Jones Jr., 257. Rue Hetchmer, 264. John Collins, 250. And then, as we know, Devin Booker, a little more expensive, 345. So for the most part, they're going at around 250 bucks. I've been monitoring the prices over the course of the last 24 hours. It seems to be pretty stable around that 250 number. There's some crazy ones where, like, somebody went for five bucks. I, I, I don't know. There, there's some crazy pricing that goes on. I, I've clicked multiple times thinking that I was about to get a steal only to realize that I was beat by somebody else. But this stability also gives me a little bit of hope in terms of like, Hey, if I buy up all the cool cats right now and decide in three days that it was a bad idea, I should still be able to get some, a, a pretty good return back or maybe even make some profit. So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts on what you think is going to happen over the next seven days, do you think that the closing price of the Cool Cats is going to be higher or lower than what we're seeing today? Or is it too early to tell? And if it's too early to tell, that's fine. We'll, we'll tell you guys that. Um, that's a good question. And so all of the data is trending towards that the prices are slowly decreasing. Um, I think that makes sense as more supply just enter the, enters the market. Uh, the question for me is how many people are going to want to complete this challenge? Um, I think the best way we can kind of estimate that is we take a look at what has the activity been like so far? Um, and so 
actually, uh, some of our friends at the First Mint put out a tweet earlier today. Um, looks like at Plunge Father did the analysis, uh, but it's the top three things that I care the most about here. So out of the people, you know, we have 1,500 people who already have their challenge completed. We have another 400 with four and another 300 with three. So this right here is already 2,200 people who have either completed it or you can be pretty sure are looking to complete it because they've had to have already bought in the marketplace to get those three or four. Now, if that's 2,700, we also know that there's still about, you know, I think this 30% number is actually wrong and we think it's more like actually around uh, 15%. Uh, so if we're saying that, okay, 2,700 are already, you know, people are planning on completing them. We then have, let's say, how many people have two? I know I'm guessing that we're going to see something around 3,500, maybe even 4,000 complete this challenge. Um, and if that's the case, like, okay, well, you're going to have to have a decent amount of people who are buying these cats over the next week. Um, but that then leaves another 1,500 who aren't gonna complete it. So across them for all the five cats, you're looking at around like 7,000 cats that are gonna hit the marketplace. Um, you know, Still, I don't think we're gonna see significant movement across the seven days with these from like, a you know, oh, these are going below 100 or oh, these are gonna go above, you know, 350, 400. Um, my strategy really has, is just being, hey, without, you know, uh, just knocking my head against the wall, hitting F5 every second, just kind of tracking the prices and being like, okay, I think we're in a place where I maybe want them. Um, and I personally have not purchased any yet. Um, I've made attempts, but each time it's failed out. And uh, I've kind of just decided I'm, I'm done playing that game of trying to refresh and buy them. And I'm just going to you know, watch the trend. Um, but this still implies if... I think that it's worth it to complete this challenge um, because let's take it to the next step now. If we're going to say that, okay, so we know 2,700 are definitely trying to attempt this. I think we then see end up somewhere around 3,500 to 4,000. What is the value of this Luca card actually? Well, all right, the top three rows are the Luca cards that are out there that are close to comparison. I'm um, not including like the, uh, you know, hollow and the legendary stuff. Um, but if we're just looking here, so you've got two series ones, market count of 3,500, market count of 1,400. We can see what the lowest prices are. You then have his S2, um, you know, series two base at that $93. What I've done down here is estimated, okay, if you tell me that there's going to be a market count of this many in the market, here's what I think that lowest price is going to be. Now, take into account, so here's some things. One, series one is almost always, you know, more valuable than series two. Um, and so that's kind of the, a main factor that's going to be in series of one favor. I think though, because this has the cool cat brand, because people are investing money to complete it, that's going to be in the series two cool cat challenge favor. Um, so I took a look at this. Okay. And I see a 3,500, the lowest price is 790. I think of our 3,500, it's probably going to be pretty close because as I said, series one more important, but because people have invested in this, because it has the Cool Cats brand, um, I think that price is going to be fairly similar. But if we're looking at these numbers and we're saying, okay, if there are going to be that 3,500 or 4,000 and the cheapest available is going to be 800 or 650, where does this math work out that it's worth it to be spending? I mean, the, the current price is 250 times 4,000, add the 350, so about 1350 to complete it. Now, maybe those cards keep $100 of value afterwards, um, or even like, a, you know, the $100, $150 value, whatever it is after this challenge completes. You can only include that value in your estimate if you're planning on selling it. Because if you're planning on using that to hold it for the master reward, well, when you eventually plan to sell those, it's now going to be after all the challenges. So it's dropping down to whatever that 20 to 60 we talk about. So make sure you don't do some double counting in this in this EV. So let's say we're going to get that master challenge. Each card we're saying is worth $50. So you've got the five cards, 250. Maybe you're going to say we're the 3,500, it's the 800. So now we're talking 1050. That's still... 300 less than, you know, where we're seeing the actual price right now. Now, there's a couple things that can be wrong with that. This 800 might be low. And I think actually in the short term, right when the cards will go out, there will be an opportunity if you get it to sell it pretty quickly because there will be 
and excitement from the people who missed out on it. Um, but I do think over time that'll kind of trail down. Um, I think we could be wrong about the master challenge and maybe it ends up being that it is a LeBron and now that value is skyrocketing um, for you as well. So like there's lots of factors in this that we don't truly know the answer to. Um, but this is the way that I'm thinking about it and trying to come up with, uh, you know, my best, uh, you know, educated guesses for completing this challenge. Love the thought process there. I think you hit on a lot of good points, especially that point around if your intention is to complete or attempt to complete the master cool cats challenge, then yes, if you're doing some math, you can't think about the post Luca cool cats price. You got to think about the post post master price. So good point there. I had not really thought about that myself. So also want to shout out to, to some of the guys and gals on Twitter that sent in questions. I think we've tried to touch on these, but shout out to Kentucky Buckeye who asked us for our thoughts on the estimated number of Lucas that will be in existence as well as the expected value. I think Justin just touched on that a bit there. And also shout out to Jorge Reyes. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly, but asked for our predictions on how these cool cats will retain value after the challenge, which I think we also just touched on there. And again, there's even two, two areas of value retention, I think, to consider with the cool cats, like Justin just said, there's the cool cats price now slash at the end and expiration of the challenge. There's the cool cats price after the first expiration of cool cats one. And then there's the long-term view of, well, how does that price fluctuate over the course of the coming weeks? And what is that ultimate end price when this entire master challenge is completed? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, I mean, I would say that at this point, there's, there's no clear right or wrong answer. I think that my gut takeaway is it's questionable to pursue it, but you give yourself the possibility for a ton of upside. Yep. I guess is what I would say. And I'm gonna, uh, I'm yeah. gonna bring in, I'm gonna bring in some of the chat real quick too. So uh producer Cooper, if you can put Paul's comment on the screen to start off with, uh completely agree with that. That's a good point. LeBron probably will not be it based off that branding if we're continuing with the young guys. Could see a Zion or a job being there. Um now granted that wouldn't be their rookie, but um maybe it ends up being like LaMelo could be that big one. Um but what we've also seen is that there's been one time before this that they've done a master challenge. I believe it was uh, Maxi was the you know rookie um, reward for it. So I'm not sure they're 100% incentivized to make it the biggest player at the end. Um, but that's at least a good point. Also, Ivan, our Black's point, um, I was getting a reference as well. Um, but good thinking there. Yes, you could. There, those were the cheapest prices that I was giving. So there is upside as well uh, for that you could draw a jersey number, a rare number, but when you're talking 3,500, 4,000, your chances are so minimal that I probably wouldn't include it much in my expected value. I think we've covered most of the Cool Cats points that we wanted to touch on at this point. Is there anything else, Justin, that you wanted to make sure that we mentioned about the Cool Cats? If not, I, I do have two questions that we fielded from Twitter that are not specific to the Cool Cats, but I, I think are important ones that we could touch on just general strategy. And then we would get into the opening of our cool cats packs afterwards. Yeah. And I think one last thing I will say is um, just from a challenge perspective, it's interesting. If you take a look at what's happened with the metallic gold challenge right now with the Dwight Howard as the reward um, and, you know, big men are always giving kind of a, a bad rap with the guards in the card market. We're starting to see it here with the Embiid and, you know, some of just those, you know, bigger men that aren't getting as much of a you know, value bump as we'd expect. Uh, but I mean, like Dwight Howard is a for sure Hall of Famer, obviously is a superstar. But what we've seen with the prices is, is I think we were, they've um, dropped 60% in the middle of this challenge. Um, we were seeing on a per metallic card, they were going for over a thousand, 11, 1200. And now for the majority of these, you can get them for as cheap as $400. So trying to think if there are any macro trends that we can kind of take from this, if people are just kind of realizing that, hey, maybe it makes sense. And, and I don't want to say this is the, you know, the mass market because majority of the people who are involved in these metallic challenges are either early adopters or people who are willing to kind of spend a couple of dollars here and there. Um, but 
it is interesting to monitor that one. And obviously we knew it would be very different than the Steph one, which went for around 18,000 if you tried to complete it the last day. Uh, but with this metallic challenge in the final day, and we're seeing the prices are the cheapest they've been the entire challenge. Will that be foreshadowing for future challenges? Is there an opportunity maybe to buy late? Because the amount of supply that has hit the market for these challenge ones is around two to three X what we see for the rest of the um, metallic golds. Yeah, and I think this actually, I'll, I'll throw Harry's question up here onto the screen because that's pretty much exactly what he's asking, right? Come the end of the challenge here, do we see the possibility of people panic selling? I, I think that's definitely a possibility and something that it seems like we're seeing right now with the Dwight Howard metallic gold. I also think that the, the metallic gold talk transitions nicely into a Twitter question we received from Travis Hole, who was asking our thoughts on the pricing drops of series one base cards over the past few days. And I can take a first stab at that because I, and I also would consider within this, like the, the Kevin Durant series two, I feel like kind of falls into that same category. The LeBron series two, to me, this is a question of, okay, these blue chip kind of guys, the Steph Curry, the Luka Doncic, the LeBron James, we have over the course of the past couple of days, seen a significant pullback in the prices of all these guys. And they're, they're a major part of my portfolio. So it's been, it's been tough to watch, but at the same time, I honestly have not felt panicked. I think it's, I think it's natural. I think it was a natural pullback. I think there was a two or three day period where things skyrocketed at an unsustainable pace and Prices got to a level where they were maybe a little bit overvalued and we're seeing a little, a bit of that natural pullback. I also think that as the top shop team continues to work through some of the technical issues that just the, the volume has definitely been down from the peaks that we saw a week ago. And I think some of that could certainly be, newer users that are maybe turned off by the fact that every time they try to go to the website, it's not working or they try to get a pack and they can't get a pack. And also just the supply that has been pumped, more supply has been pumped into the market. Simply put, we had what a, a week ago, we had the 50,000 common packs that were pushed into the market overnight. We've had these cool cats packs drop. We've had one or two other days where we've had more common packs into the marketplace. And th this market is, is literally supply and demand 101, right? So anytime that we see the supply increase in general, it's going to decrease some of the potential values. I understand that those series one moments are not a part of those packs. And so the supply of those moments did not decrease, but I just think that with things like the Cool Cats Challenge, with other opportunities to pursue that we just saw some people maybe liquidating some of their shares in these Series 1 cards and taking that cash to do elsewhere with it. But I'm personally holding strong. It, it, it makes me a, a little bit nervous, but at the same time, like it wasn't just going to double every single day forever, right? Eventually, we need a stable market to play in. So those are my general thoughts. Justin, do you have any any comments on kind of the general market that we've seen and a little bit of the, the pullback over the last couple of days? Yeah, I think the Jubilee that we saw on those prices early on was primarily a result of people wanting to get skin in the game. And the only way to get that skin in the game was the marketplace. And so they were just making purchases uh, in as much as possible. Um, we've then seen what was a natural correction just because the, you know, it, it was just a bit extreme for what we were seeing early on. I have, zero concerns with the value of series ones that you know unless you have concerns over top shot as a larger product long term um those series one are going to continue to maintain their strong prices especially the ones that are the you know superstars the ones that are actually the you know stud players um other ones are going to have higher variance depending on what their career kind of pans out but if I, you know, all the series ones I have that aren't related to a challenge where, you know, I'm getting a little gameplay in there, uh, I'm holding, um, not even putting them in the market, not for sale, uh, other than if I think I'm going to be able to make a profit because of the mint number or something like that. But uh, for the most part, I'm just holding on to all those series ones. 
Uh, from a long-term perspective, I think we're going to continue to see um, as we get to see, as we get more of the S2s out there. We continue to push that. When we start actually seeing Series Three, and we've been some seeing some hints towards that, it'll be interesting to compare the prices when we see Series Three to Series Two and Series Two to Series One. Because I think I said this in one of the podcasts previously, but I believe that the gap between Series One and Series Two for the majority of the market is going to be significantly larger than the two to three. And I think it'll even be larger than the two to four and maybe even two to five. Because I think that one just holds such a level of uniqueness and scarcity compared to the larger market. I'm not talking about the denominator number of scarcity because even the commons only have like 3,000 versus 12 or 15,000. But just because one is always going to be the first one, it is unique. The difference between two, three, four, if you're talking, if there's eventually 30 series, they're all pretty early, but two and four are kind of the same. Two and four are not that much different, um, while one is always going to be that unique one. So that's where I'm still holding my, you know, um, majority of my portfolio. It's where I'm still the bull, you know, the strongest from a bull standpoint, and um, then sprinkling with other kind of uh, areas. Yep, agreed with that. And one one last question that we had, I'll just touch on it briefly because I think you pretty much talked about it too, but. Shout out to Pro- Prospector on Twitter who asked that now that all the Series 2 7,500 limited editions have been dropped, do we expect, you know, basically, what do we see these prices doing going forward? Do we expect an increase in the number of moments that are, are being acquired? Or do we think that people are going to hold? Do we think that prices are going to pull back? I think you just touched a little bit on your thoughts on the Series 2 in general. I know that you have a strategy very much focused on the Series 1s. I will say that I know one thing that you and I are both pretty bullish on when it comes to Series 2 is the Series 2 rookies. So the LaMelo Balls, the Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Cole Anthony, all of those guys are, we believe, good short and long-term values just because of the fact that they will eventually be getting their rookie tags. They will be getting their first moment tags. And for those guys, it's essentially their Series 1, right? So that will always be their original, but in in general, the Series 2 market, just be a little bit wary of it. I, I do have some LeBron Series 2 in my portfolio that's been not doing so well recently, but I, I'm still kind of okay with those. I don't know. I'm still deciding on what to do with those, but any final thoughts, Justin, on the Series 2 stuff, and then I think we should go ahead and open our cool cats. Yeah, no, I think that sounds great. Um yeah, the, the rookies are going to be the most exciting. Um, definitely the high variance. That's where, you know, when I'm investing in series two rookies, it's similar thought process to the series one from just those are always going to be unique for that, you know, unique for that player. Um, so that's kind of the main thing there from an actual um, larger portfolio standpoint. I think on uh, this isn't a tout. This is more of just a I'm extremely excited to see what Jokic has been doing the past two days, just getting defensive, uh, you know, or just getting, what was it, um, conference player of the week after we made that big cosmic investment. So uh, that's a fun one that we'll continue to track. Yes, we'll be we'll be rooting for Jokic on a daily basis without a doubt. And okay, ladies and gentlemen of the chat, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast world as you sit there and listen to us we are going to go ahead and open two of the remaining cool cats packs that are out there in the universe justin would you like to go first or would you like me to go first well, because it is cool cat pack day i'm ready <laughs> With my cool cat to get lebron number one out of 7500 for those listening on the audio, Justin put on some ridiculous looking. Is that a cat? That's a cat? What is that? That's that is DJ Kitty from the <laughs> Tampa Rays. And this is my cool cat. Oh, that's so good. All right. Why don't, why don't you, you, Mr. Cool Cat over there, why don't you go ahead and share your screen and uh, let's see if you can run good in front of the people again. Also, Last time. So we, we just dropped episode two of the podcast into the podcast stores earlier today. If people have not seen that, go check that out. It'll be coming up on YouTube as well. But, but at the end of that podcast, we were opening up a pack and Justin pulled a Zion 7500 limited edition. And then the whole our whole recording just crashed on us. So you'll find an abrupt ending to that one. Hopefully we have some success here in terms of being able to open these cool 
cat packs and also not having any technical difficulties. So I think your screen is up on, on here, Justin, and hopefully we can get the music. I do not know how we're doing this music. I didn't get, I didn't get the option for the... No good? The, trying to see if there's that option for integrating the sound. I'm not hearing it myself yet either. Oh, wait, wait. No, I'm still not getting sound. Okay, that's okay. Let's open the first one. Here we go. Cool Cats starting off. We got a, ooh, 1296, mellow. Okay, that's not too bad. Common. TJ, do you want to pull up maybe? Uh, yeah, I'll some, pull that up. Some marketplace prices as we go. All right, so we got Carmelo Anthony, jump shot December 30th. We got 1296 at 15,000 CC. Let's go card number two, moment number two. There it is, the John Collins cool cat. There you go. So the Carmelo is going for a lowest ask of $5 on the market, and then John Collins is going for 250 just about okay. like all the other cool cats. Number 353, not a horrible mint, but probably not the most, you know, just uh, relevant when it's in the cool cats. Okay, number three. Number 7126, Zion! Zion! There we go. Is that a limited hey. edition? That is. Wow. You just pull all the Zions in the packs. Just keeps coming. Um, let's see. What do we have that going for? I think it's around 100. 92. 92. Lowest ask. What, what's the mint number there? I can't quite see it on my screen. 7126. Okay. So, man, 92 bucks. All right, We're looking we at another couple hundred dollar pack for, for our guy, Mr. Justin Erzig. Let's go with number four. Here we go. And uh, so for those curious, we did an estimated value on this, and we saw that uh, for the Cool Cats, the current price is an estimated value for a pack is $444. Um, so we will see whether or not we can surpass that with this. And a lot of that's because there are so many of these limited edition 7,500 that combined with your 250, 350 base, the Cool Cats really brings that price up. All right, number four. Here we go. 5435, we got a Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, like it. All right, another common that's probably going for, I would guess, around $9, maybe 11 What do you got? $12. $12, okay. Not too bad. Okay, one more. Let's finish hot. LeBron, number one. Number one, number 4550, it's a dunk. Stanley Johnson. Okay, wraps There's... it up. Overall. <laughs> We got our cool cat. We got a Zion in there, which is pretty nice. Probably ended up with an expected value of actually around it, maybe actually a little less even because we only got one of the uh, LEs besides John Collins. But um, that's okay. I'm excited. And now I can kind of monitor the rest besides Collins and see if whether it's uh, you know worth completing. Shipping over to you, TJ. Very nice. Very nice pull there. And we'll go ahead and add mine to the screen. All right. Here we go. I'm excited, guys, because I've really struggled to get get these packs. I'm really bad at clicking the buy now button for some reason. So the raffle is the only way that I could secure myself a pack. So this Let's is the first pack I've opened in, in over a week, for sure. LeBron number one. LeBron Let's number see. one. I'm feeling it. How's that music? He can't even hear me with the music. It's so loud. The first one. John Collins for me as well. No, not the cool cat, though. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. So we both have the John Collins in our portfolios. We know that goes for 250 All right. Started with the cool cat. Let's see what we can get next. All right. We got Sabonis. Not sure what Sabonis is going for. My guess would be seven to eight bucks. I'll check it out, but uh, I think it's a rat little, little less. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those $5 ones. All right. We've got, all right. Obi Topin. LE, 482 out of 4,000. That's pretty good, actually. That's a rookie. That one might actually be pretty decent. I think he's going for I think he's going for like 100. I like that one. I have 78 is cheapest available for Obi. Um, but yeah, strong rookie card. Big market with the Knicks. Um, that's a that's a good card. I like that. I like that. See, like that to me is a is likely one that I will hold if I had to guess. I actually have some Obi token in my portfolio already so welcome obi oh boy bruno fernando i am going to be completely honest i don't even know if i know bruno fernando 
<laughs> but it's an LE. There's that. Uh, you uh, that's a six dollar right there, and it's actually two dollars more than our Sabonis one earlier. <laughs> I really don't think I know who he is though. So if anyone in the chat knows who he is, let me know. Nice dunk though by him. Hey, you got and the, the last one back right there. Chili's jumper. That's another rookie. Another LE. And another rookie. All right. That's not a bad, that's not a bad pack. Pretty good. That's pretty good. So the Killian's running around $60 a rookie. But as we said, hey, those are the ones that you want to hold on to because if they turn into superstars, having a four thousand dollar, I mean a four thousand LE rookie is where the value's at. Love it. All right. Well, once again, we saw that. Justin runs hotter at me than opening the packs. I think that that will be a common theme throughout this podcast. Maybe I need to go ahead and get myself a cat hat like that for the next stream for a little bit of the run good. But Justin, final words for the people. Where can they find you as we close this out? At Justin Herzig for the Twitter. Otherwise, I would say take a look at the Own the Moment NFT Twitter page. We are going to be continuing to track this Cool Cat Challenge over the next, you know, six, seven days. Um, we'll be continuing to show some of those charts to show the pricing. We'll continue to let you know how many are still out there, um, you know, hidden in packs before they actually hit maybe the marketplace or someone's wallet. Um, and, you know, we'll continue to monitor and say, hey, how many people we see trying to complete this challenge so we can get an estimate of how much, how many people are going to complete that Luca and what that value might actually be. Yes, sir. We will be continuing along this journey. You guys can find me on Twitter at TJL5124DFS. Like Justin said, give us a follow at OwnTheMomentNFT. Check out our podcast. We're available in all of the podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the thumbs up. Leave a review. Do all of that stuff as I shill this to you. And we will catch you guys next time on episode four. So for Justin Herzig, for producer Coop, behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig. See you guys next time.